You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddy Korea. I just saw my neighbor outside of his house and I'm like, what's he doing out there? And then I see that he's looking afar. Uh, he's staring at his uh, his daughter walking to school at the end of the cul-de-sac, waiting for her to get there. And I got to make eye contact with him. I said hi, waved. He waved back. And it, I like doing that with the neighbors, like just to show that, hey, it's okay to say hi to each other, you know? <laughs> I've lived in neighborhoods before where not once did I ever, ever say hi to anybody. We just, like, look down, just pretend we don't exist. It's so weird. So weird because when I grew up, uh, it was just the projects, you know? The, the hood. Section 8. And... Everybody knew everybody, you know? We were friends with everybody. I started my first uh, window washing business at 13 years old. <laughs> I was cleaning my neighbor's windows and making money. I got some friends to work for me and I would pay them commission per window. They were using my supplies, my towels, my, my uh, Windex. Yeah. So it's just weird that, like, sometimes you don't say hi to neighbors, you know? So I try my best. Well, this guy right here, though, this is probably the second time I've ever said hi to him, like, waved. Because I've tried it in the past. In three years of living there, I've tried to make that eye contact, and it always feels like he's avoided it. But I'm like, bro, we're literally right across the street from each other, you know? And uh, 4th of July, for example, one of the 4th of Julys, he was out there with lawn chairs, with his kids, his wife, and everybody's like being friendly with each other. All the neighbors are setting off fireworks, except me, because I don't like to play with fire. I get uh, anxiety. I'm just there holding on to the fucking hose, which came in handy, by the way, uh, Last year, caught it on camera, uh, two little fires got started in my neighborhood. And I was, I was the fucking neighbor yelling, fire, fire, fire. My, my hose, by the way, could not reach that, uh, the little flames that started. But uh, yeah, this firework went sideways and it hit one neighbor's yard, part of it. So part of the residue was left there and then the, it caught a little fire there and then you can see it in video in the video uh part of the rest of the firework hit my vehicle and you see a bunch of sparks and it just shoots like a fucking literally a rocket right that's what it is a fucking fire rocket whatever uh firework and and then it ended up in this other neighbor's yard. 
a Chinese family, and, and they had like this nice desert-looking dry grass, nice landscape. And that shit caught on fire, man. So I started yelling. I ran over there. I'm like, hey, man, there's a fire in your yard, bro. And the poor Asian dude, very nice guy. Another guy that waves. He's always, he's a great waver, by the way. Every morning he's out there watering his yards. Nice Chinese fellow. We wave. He's smoking his cigarettes. Yeah, he's a great waver. Like, I, I rate my neighbors, you know. Like, I give him a, a fucking 10 because he always has a smile. Even though the cigarette's in his mouth and his hands are busy, he'll fucking, he'll, he'll lift up his face, wave, and the cigarette's in his mouth and just smile with the cigarette, you know, like it almost falls out. I remember my dad, when he used to smoke, he used to talk with a cigarette. You ever seen those people just talking with a cigarette in their mouth? And you're like, is that shit ever going to fall off? But no, it's just like their lips have this fucking uh, Chinese grip, you know, tiger grip to that fucking cigarette. Um, but yeah, he's a good waver. And yeah, I stopped the fire. I was considered a hero in my neighborhood for yelling and screaming. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of the fireworks. I'm like a dog. I'm just not a fan because you hear too many stories of people's houses catching on fire, man. So I'm, I'm always ready with two hoses. Uh, I made the mistake of leaving for 4th of July one time. Uh, and I was like, not a good idea. You don't want to come home and find your house burnt down, you know? That's a big fear. Big fear. I've always feared that. And then my ex-pool guy, his house got burnt down. On 4th of July, he was having dinner with his family and his house was burnt down. He was living in a hotel with his family, with his wife. Um, because he came home and they wouldn't let him in the neighborhood and the house was burnt down. It's fucking crazy, man. Where I grew up in Reno, uh, Nevada, they didn't, like, you could get fined for real. Like, if somebody was caught with fireworks, fucking cops would show up with helicopters. Literally. They would show up with the helicopter. They're, they're flying around. They're trying to catch people. They're really straight up there. And I, I obviously, it's because of the forest. You got Lake Tahoe. You got National uh forest up there it's like you don't you don't want all that shit to burn down but vegas is like man they don't give a fuck when i first moved to vegas it was the first time i ever saw fireworks throughout the city like you could go to like let's say a hilltop area somewhere elevated and you look throughout the city nothing but fireworks fireworks throughout the city it looks beautiful it really does it, it's it's really nice to see and then you have the fireworks coming from the strip from downtown vegas from the stratosphere but people go out and buy legit fireworks the big ones that blow up in the sky turn into a palm tree the the ones that uh the grand finale ones you know which ones i'm talking about they're huge People actually buy those. My neighbor buys those. And now my neighbor is very safe. He has water around where the fireworks are. He has them set up with bricks so they don't tip over. He does the whole thing. He's all about safety. It's like he's an OSHA teacher. He teaches OSHA, safety, all that shit. Um, 
Where was I talking about? Ah, yes, the neighbor that barely says hi. So that that time we had the fireworks, uh, 4th of July, I tried my best to make eye contact with him. And he never did do the whole wave. So today he gave me a wave. He gave him a half a smile. I'm like, oh, that's a break, you know? I think we're breaking him after three years of living in the neighborhood. It's not like we're renters. We're all we're all home buyers. Most most of my neighborhood is, uh, as far as I know. Um, so it was nice. It was nice to wave at him, and it was cool to see him also like just standing out there waiting for his kid to walk to uh, school, just waiting for her to get to the end of the cul-de-sac. It's like that's that's the kind of dad I would see myself. I would be a very like I would probably be even more overprotective like. And I don't even think that's overprotected. I think that's just a beautiful thing. He loves his kid. I think that's more parents should care about their kids like that. But me, I think I would be way too overprotective. Even though they live, they, they go to school at the end of the cul-de-sac, like there's a little entrance to the school from my cul-de-sac. They unlock it when there's school hours. I would probably drive five houses down, drop her off, and then watch her walk to the fucking gate, you know? I think I would be very, very overprotective. And that that's why I I don't know if if I could have kids. I, I I'm overprotective with my dogs. I, I just my wife, like I'm always careful. Like today I noticed the back gate of the patio was open and I'm always afraid of the dogs going in and falling in the pool and drowning. Which is a legitimate reason to be concerned, right? But now it's summertime. Not only am I concerned about them falling in the pool. Oh, shit. I'm passing by a burnt house literally right now, guys. I'm Desert Inn. Holy fuck. Desert Inn and Pawnee Drive. Look it up. Wow. The irony, right? That's sad. That was a nice house. Fuck, man. Fucking desert. Now, my other concern is it's hot. It's really hot in Vegas now. So you got to be careful. If you got pets in Vegas, you got to fill the floor with your hand first. If your hand can't bear it, then it's too hot for a dog. I don't know how the fuck cats do it, man. Cats are fucking smart. Cats don't need nobody to walk them, though. They just go out there and they, they know what's up. They know where the shades are. They know where to dip their feet in water. Or paws. You call them paws. Is that what you call them? Paws? <laughs> I haven't done a, an episode like this in a while. And it was a much needed break. I haven't taken a break from the podcast, but I've been I've been very overwhelmed with work. I don't really talk about work. In, uh, you know, in public and on social media and all that, you know, because it's the privacy, you know, it's like people get in trouble and people get canceled, whatever. And I like to keep private about that kind of stuff unless you're a close friend. But uh, I got a new position. You know, you're the podcast listener. You're the ones that really care about what we're doing here. So I got a new position. Uh, at my job and it's it's a whole different environment of what I'm doing now it's 
Um, I'm learning a lot of new things and I'm working so many hours. I'm working 10 to 12 hours. So my apologies to any of the homies. Um, I'm not huge on inboxing on how you doing, how are you, how you been. I, I, if you're going to get feedback on the podcast, that's a different story. Or something that's like get, get to the point type of thing. But how you been, how have things been, and well, I, I'm not really into that. So I apologize. Sometimes I don't respond. It's not so much that I don't want to, but I choose to not let that time be taken sometimes, you know, because I, 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 don't, I with all due respect, some of my friends that listen to the podcast and um, just friends in general, I don't know how people have so much time to get in arguments and just go back and forth on social media. And it's been a nice little break from social media as well. I, I haven't left. I haven't deactivated or anything. But I've been I've been staying off of it. I've been choosing to stay off of it. So again, it's not that I'm I'm ignoring you because I'm a fucking asshole. No, just because I ch- I have to choose the time wisely. That's really what it comes down to. And I hope that's what it comes down to with you as well, right? That's why, like, if you choose to listen to this podcast when we post it. Was it a wise decision? Were you entertained? Was it a good thing? I hope it benefits you. I hope it can entertain you for a little while. At least uh, throughout your day, it could be a little a little section, not even a chunk, just a little bit, a little bite of of your attention, you know? This um, podcast as well, fuck, man. Um because I'm, I'm with somebody that's always with me right now. I'm in training. It's going to be for the next couple months. And it's it's intense. The stuff that I'm learning and, and the skills that I have to get better at. Pretty much it's... Um, you could do research. You could look it up and if you don't know too much about it. But I'm doing fiber optics now. I'm splicing fiber. It's a different, different world, man. Than just cable, network just you know it networking stuff this is a whole different ball game it's it's pretty crazy and and one of the things that has been hard on me is uh the heat i'm used to just either working indoors or i could work next to a, a building if i'm rewiring something uh i could be in a shade this right here man it's intense literally under the sun getting beat i was working in a building for the last three weeks with no electricity no elevators it's a new high rise and man I was just sweating balls man sweating bullets my my shirt my my my, um, my work shirt was literally drenched not in water I wasn't pouring water on myself I, I kept drinking water because I was sweating so much I'm like if if I don't if I don't drink enough water, I'm going to just dehydrate. So I was drinking a lot of water, but man, it was hot. Uh, stepping outside felt like it was cooler when it's over 100, and 100 degrees. And this is like three weeks ago. Right now, today it's going to get about 115 probably. And yesterday, I looked at the fucking dashboard. You know where it tells you the... the 
the temperature 111 degrees and I look I see 111 everywhere or 1111 I see it everywhere and I was like oh man did I really have to see it today when it's this hot <laughs> so yeah it's been a it's been a tough uh last couple weeks last month and a half actually since I started this new position but it's all for the better uh it's for all for the better um once I get back in my mojo it's always been like this whenever I start something new and I want to grow in something it's it's something that I have to actually go through and figure out and once I get the hang of it Once I get the hang of it, I get back into it. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to rock. Now that it's it's like anything else, it becomes second nature. And then you can start like doing the things you like again. You know, I haven't quit. Um, let's say for example, comedy, right? I, I was getting scared that I wasn't gonna be able to do comedy for a while, but I've been able to get up once or twice a week but it, man, like I said, I'm sorry to, I keep complaining, but the long hours after working half of a day, half of a 24-hour cycle, you don't feel like doing anything. When you get home after 12 hours of work in the heat, drenched in sweat, you can't, can't like have motivation to even fucking work out, man. That's another thing I, I haven't been able to get back to, but... um thank god i haven't gained weight uh i guess all the fucking sweating right <laughs> but um yeah it's it's been uh something that finally yesterday i, I got to get a good workout in yesterday at, at the house right before the show and and i was like you know this this is this is what's gonna help me get back into it don't get too crazy and then also start recording again the good thing is i've had some episodes ready all fired up you know all i've had to do is post them i haven't even done intros for them but i'm excited to get back into the flow and also new episode that i'm going to be releasing this weekend is uh with my wife lizzie correa from anti-social butterfly and my friend from Vancouver, Canada, Alyssa Harder from the Bombtastic Podcast and my co-host Ian Burford. We all got together and did a, a really fun episode. It's almost three and a half hours, something like that. I had to cut it up into two pieces. It's a long one, but it's going to be a fun one for you. So I, I'm looking forward for you guys to... Uh, to have that for entertainment and thank you for all your prayers all your good wishes everybody matt homeyer travel 101 all the support grumzilla david nunez i hope you're doing better you had posted uh you were at the hospital a few weeks ago i called and checked in on you um let us know how you're doing man um we're all family here man and we're all we're all here to take care of each other um Chris Aker, shout out to Chris Aker, Carlos Johnson, 
doing their thing. I wish everybody uh, a good rest of the week and weekend whenever you're listening to this. If you're in a hot city like Vegas, wherever you are, if it's hot, stay hydrated. All right? Drink that fucking water, bruh. All right, we'll be back soon. Thank you guys for listening.